0: Podcast Answer Man, episode number 87, and My Crazy Life, episode number 343, combined. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to, well... Two podcasts in one. That's right. This is Podcast Answer Man, episode number 87, as well as My Crazy Life, episode number 343. And today I'm going to be talking about going to CES. All right, folks, this is going to be the first of many... Uh, talks regarding the Consumer Electronics Show 2009. And I want to start things off by saying thank you to everybody out there who has been patiently waiting for some details to come through as regarding uh, the announcement that I made out on Twitter and Plurk and Facebook and every place else that I posted it. And more importantly and most importantly, of course, is the gspn.tv slash forum. And um, I posted a, a little note out there that says, hey, I have some very exciting news. I did this the a couple, uh, couple days ago, actually. And I said, you know, unfortunately, oh, it was actually last week. And I said, you know, um, I'm going to have to wait to share this news with everybody until um, probably sometime next week or the week after. And of course, I hate to do that. I really do. And, and and so many of you have have tweeted back or emailed me or uh, posted some replies to me in the forum and said, "Hey, Cliff, you know, why are you teasing us? You know, come on, just spill the details." And uh, this was before I even could say that you know I was where I was going. So I just said I have some very exciting news and stuff like that. And and I hated you know. Here's the deal. Here's what you know about Cliff so far. You know that. I love to share my life online. It's it's pretty much what I'm all about. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It, but you get it all, it, but you get who I am and, and what's going on. Because I love to share things. It's not that I can't keep a secret, because I certainly can. Uh, <clears throat> wow, what happened there? Anyway, uh, early morning recording, let's put it that way. Um, but anyway, it's not that I can't keep a secret, because I can it's just that I don't like to. And one of the things that I was concerned about by throwing out this little message out there to everybody saying, you know, hey, I have some very exciting news, but I can't share with you until, you know, it's all confirmed and everything. Uh, my, My fear, of course, with that is that it would get blown up and people would be excited about something major. And then all of a sudden they might hear when I finally announce what it is and they go, oh, Is that all? And then all of a a sudden, I ruin the expectations maybe of of some of the people in the community as to what Cliff might consider really big news. And so I'm not a huge fan of teasing people with information. I I really am not. So if anybody out there thinks that I've just been playing and toying with you guys, it's just not the case. So um, here's the deal. In this episode, I fully expected that I'd be able to give you all the details uh, but that's just not the case, unfortunately, today. Um, however, what I can tell you uh, is that I'm waiting for the final confirmation from the PR department to give me all the details. Uh, I, I, I know the basics um, of, of what's going to happen uh, over the course of a week in Las Vegas in January for the CES 2009 But I don't know all the details of it. And as soon as I know those details, I'll be able to share them. And the details that I do know, I've just been asked not to share just yet. But I did get an email saying I could at least release to you guys that I'm going to CES. And and I was really surprised. And and, and, and looking back, it's like, well, Doug, Cliff, how, why should you be surprised at that? Not everybody's a geek like you. But I was really surprised to le- learn that there were many people out there who have never heard of CES. They're like, what is CES? And even when I said, oh, it's consu- it's the Consumer Electronics Show. They're like, and what's the Consumer Electronics Show? And I think that uh, one of the reasons why I've been invited to go to CES is because of the community that we have and the fact that, um, well, there we have a very large audience of people who are not necessarily uh, all geeked up, if you will. So basically, by me covering an event like CES... Uh, it will bring the, the information that is provided in that event to a much larger audience that would have never heard of the, the information otherwise. So let me go ahead and just say right now, off the, off the top of the show here, what is CES? Now, many of you listening to the podcast Answer Man, higher percentage of you already know what CES is. Uh, As far as those listening to the Crazy Life feed, uh, a higher percentage of you do not know what the CES is. So let me just go ahead and go to Wikipedia here real quick. And uh, this is what Wikipedia says. It says, Consumer Electronics Show, the international, by the way, it is international, the International Consumer Electronics Show, also known as CES, Is a trade show held each January in Las Vegas, Nevada, and is sponsored by the Consumer Electronics Association. It is a trade only show and is not open to the general public. At the show, many previews of products are introduced or new products are announced. The show is held at Las Vegas, uh, at the, at the Las Vegas Convention Center, with additional venues used for specific specialities. The CES is now considered one of the major technology related trade, sh- trade shows, following the cancellation of Comdex. Now, the only thing I can tell you is is where was I introduced to CES? I had never heard of CES, even though it was first held in 1967. But my first introduction to CES and what goes on there was back in the days when I was watching uh, ZDTV, which then later became ZDTV. Or, wait, <laughs> did I just say it again? Yeah. ZDTV, which then became Tech TV uh, which is where I first learned about Leo Laporte and uh the guys over there that do uh, This Week in Tech and twit.tv, and basically how I got introduced into the world of podcasting. So, um, yeah, very cool stuff indeed. So, anyway, um, CES, I, I used to watch this all-technology, all-the-time TV network on on the DISH satellite that we had, and, and I would just watch it all the time, and every year they would do special coverage from... Wow, I'll tell you, my voice is giving out. Uh, Special coverage from CES. And I would look at the screen and I will tell you that I was glued to the television that entire week. Because they had, on Tech TV, they had several different shows. And almost all the shows that they produced on Tech TV all had people who were at CES covering it. So it was like, it was almost like being there as much as you can be there without being there. Yeah, that made sense. So anyway, um, uh, so that's where I first heard about it. And then I watched CES every single year. Well, as many people know, uh, Tech TV is no longer around. That channel no longer exists. It got purchased by uh, G4 TV and they turned it into something that is not all technology to say the very least. So, um, it, all the guys who used to be on tech TV, all the hosts and stuff like that, they're out doing their own thing. Now, uh, Leo Laporte got his, I mean, really took the fan base that he had from tech TV and really started up his podcast network. Um, some other guys like Kevin Rose started dig.com and, and they have, they started revision three, uh, which is their own podcast network. And, and some other folks have done some other things. I mean, people have moved on from there, and of course, that's this new media world. There's the the super geekdom of new media, all still kind of follow those same people, and and it's really neat to see how that's happened. It's all it's all come full circle, and and what's really cool is it it's really put the community that was devoted to this technology-based uh, network, it, it it's kind of put us in this close circle now. And, and it's kind of neat to be able to interact uh, on such a intimate level versus what used to be on television. But the thing is, is that because now, uh, you know, you've got these folks from t- tech TV that used to go to CES every single year, they got, kind of got burned out on it. And so to- sometimes they even talk about it with a little... And it's like, I'm not going to go, blah, 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 blah. It's like, what? Come on. I, I love hearing about CES. And one of the things I know is, and, and have at least heard a lot about, is the fact that, you know, when January rolls around that week, I mean, it's just absolutely maddening how many people are just scouring Google looking for information about stuff going on with CES. Well, I'm gonna be one of those people providing information because I am going. So, what is CES? I'll tell you what. Let me um, go ahead and tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. Before before I play a little bit of a, a, a promo video for CES from their site, I do want to explain to you real quickly. You know, I understand that not everybody listening and not everybody who's a part of our community is really excited about technology and gadgetry. And that's why, you know, I wanted to get this out as quickly as possible, as much as I can, so that I can just say, you know, hey, don't let this blow up too big. I mean, you you might think, you know, hey, Cliff's got something really exciting when it's just technology. It's just gadgets, and there's so much of that out there. And there really is, but I hope to be covering it from a different perspective. I'll be covering it from really two perspectives. One is from a new media perspective. So you can bet that when I'm at the Consumer Electronics Show, I am going to be covering uh, events, looking at the new technology and new gadgets that will enable um, more new media kind of stuff, podcasters interacting with audiences, technologies that bring communities together, those kind of things. Uh, another one is I'm going to be very interested in uh, covering it from a family perspective, you know, a, a, a fa- the, the modern day family. And we'll talk about, you know, high definition, you know, the all the different things that are, are going to be out there for families, video conferencing softwares and voiceover IP. Or what, I don't I don't know what all is going to be. But the cool thing is, is this trade show is going to share a lot of stuff that is not available to the public yet. And it's all in beta. <clears throat> well, not all of it's in beta, but a lot of it's going to be in beta. And it's really going to give like just a little hint of what the future is like. And if nothing else, I invite you to listen just because if you want to, I mean, there are a ton of you who are listening to My Crazy Life, which um, I I think is totally cool. I love that you guys are so interested. And if you really want to know what one of the major things that drives me it's technology and my love for pa- and passion for technology. And if it wasn't for that, you would not have my crazy life. You know, th- episode number three hundred forty-three. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, I am in love with technology, and so I want to share my love and passion for that uh, with you guys. And, and I I hope that many of you who are not into gadgetry. Uh, in, in technology, that you would at least come and, and, and take part in, in some of the things that I share over that week. And uh, one other thing I want to say is that, you know, where, where does my love for technology come from? And I want to just tell you that my love for technology has been around since I was a kid. I mean, as far back as I can remember, and I, I actually remember really far back. I mean, I remember a lot of things when I was a kid, and all of my memories tend to revolve around technology and, and gadgets and toys. And I mean, here, let me t- ask you this. Does anybody recognize this sound?
1: Now, show answer. A-N-N. S. W. E. R. Correct. Now spell angel. A. Incorrect.
0: Now spell
1: abscess.
0: All right, there you go. So how many people out there, I I, I would imagine that probably about 20% of the podcast answer man audience, or I'm sorry, 80% of the podcast answer man audience knows exactly what that toy is. And 20% of the My Crazy Life audience knows exactly what that toy is just off the top of their head. It is, of course, the Texas Instrument Speak and Spell. Now, I don't remember at what age I had one of these, but I was pretty young. And I... Loved this toy. It was, I mean, it was by far my favorite toy. I played every single little tiny minute game it had on it. I learned how to get it to say things it's not supposed to say. Uh, I learned how to do things on that thing. I learned how to, uh, you know, do a a couple hacks, if you will. And uh, I, I remember. After a while, finally getting up the courage to say, okay, well, I wonder how this works. And I remember getting the screwdriver out of the garage and bringing it into uh, the house and or, and and then all of a sudden going up to the bedroom and unscrewing the back screws out of it and taking it apart and looking and seeing the circuit board inside and, and the little speaker and playing around with things. I mean, I love, that's how I've always been, and it, it goes back to the Atari days, it goes back to the days of the Commodore VIC-20, just fiddling and playing, and, and I mean, I took apart everything when I was a kid. If you gave it to me, I would I would leave it intact for at least two or three weeks, play with it, and then I had to find out how it works. And so today, even on television, there are these shows out there, especially on the Science Channel. There are, you know, how things work and, you know, those shows that it's called uh, Deconstructors. There's a new one called Deconstructors, which they do a really good job. They cut it right in half. They actually do exactly, you know, how stuff works. They actually go to factories and stuff like that. But I love um, Deconstructors because they actually deconstruct things in the same way that I used to. And they explain, you know, oscillators, compressors, and and all these different things in, in bits and pieces inside. It's like, oh, wow, that is so cool. I didn't realize that I was touching a unit that could have shocked the crap out of me and and possibly killed me with 5,000 volts. That's really cool to know. Uh, anyway, but I've had this love for technology since I was a kid. And, and the speak and spell, uh, totally awesome. Uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the funny thing is I wish they had a speak and spell voice for all the, um, uh, text to speech stuff that they have out there. That would be totally awesome. If anybody knows where I can get that, let me know next up. Okay. I'm here at the CES website. I've had this pulled up here and I want to share with you some promotional videos that are found um, you can you can by the way learn a lot about CES and the Consumer Electronics Show if you're interested at cesweb.org let me go ahead and play this first video here and uh, let you hear a little bit about what's going to be there So that is one of the promo videos. And of course, in this promo video, they highlight the fact that uh, they're pushing an agenda. Um, And, you know, I don't I when we're talking about um, talking about a basic human right uh, to access the technology, you know, it's it sounds good and I'm totally all for it. Trust me. But uh, gosh, is that a strong statement? I wonder. Uh, but but the thing is, is that I do believe that technology and access to it certainly does bring some improvement in life. Although I wonder how some of the uh, I, oh, who is it now that that doesn't uh, embrace technology um, uh, is it the Amish, I believe, I wonder how they would feel about the fact that the access to technology is a basic human right. It just seems awful strong. don't know if I agree with the statement, but I certainly believe in the vision of bringing access to every human. That, you know, having that ability and the access, access there would be awesome. But I, I think that technology... You know, it, it has its ups and downs. Just like everything else in life, though. Here is another uh, focus of CES in this video. Coming now. <laughs>
1: I have found that this is what a vast
0: folks so uh here's what i picked up out of this one here this little promo um Number one, as what as a person who's finally made a decision to go to uh, purchase their very first HD TV, which I'm I'm very happy with, by the way, uh, and and amazed at the the difference in quality and picture and the crispness um, of of HD TV. It's, it's just amazing. It took me forever to be able to take that plunge, and we finally did it. And wow, is it amazing! But uh, this, now the thing is, is out there right now. There are three different types of, or well, there are many different types, but uh, the three main types there of of HD TVs that if you go into the store, you're certainly going to see all three of them uh, displayed. One is plasma, one is LCD, and the other one is DLP. Uh, I'm not going to describe all of them here, maybe in future episodes and stuff like that, but uh, the OLED TVs, I'm very excited to see that and take a look and see how those pictures look because OLED lights are extremely crisp and bright in all the different displays that I've seen up to this date, but I've only seen them in small displays. I'll be interested in seeing a big TV with them. Now, um, it talked about location-based services uh, and GPS. You know what? I'm a huge fan of GPS. I'm so thankful that my iPhone now has one. Um, And whenever I go somewhere now, I can just pull it up. It tells, you know, my iPhone tells me everything, like where I'm at. And then it tells me all the things I want to know around me, a grocery store, a gas station, the price of the gas. Um, It's just amazing what this technology is, is showing us now. And so, anyway, what I want to let you know there is that, um, you know, they're talking about putting all this stuff in cars. Well, you know, it, my question is, is it too, did the car industry, are, are they too late? I mean, honestly, are, are they too late? We're already talking about, you know, bailing car the car industry out and stuff like that. Is really making cars more expensive by putting GPS navigation systems? Is that really going to help things? I don't know. Uh, but the thing is, is of course now you got handheld technologies that can that can basically replace a unit in a dashboard. I mean, honestly, uh, why? I just don't understand uh, why they're finally just now getting around to adopting it. When cars have many cars have had navigation systems for a long time. Um, you know, the the thing is, computers. You know, get updated and and out of place. The only thing I could think is if if the car if the car industry accepts um, if they actually do adopt some technology, starting putting computers and displays and as standard bits and pieces of cars, they they're going to need to make it modular, meaning that you know you can unplug a hard drive and put in a new one. Uh, those kind of things. They're going to have to make that relatively easy to have done. In my opinion, but I'll be interested in seeing that. Um, It's uh, you heard some of the CEO CEO keynotes that are going to be there. Major corporations from all over the world. Uh, are going to be here and not just the ones you mentioned there. But here are two. Of course, then there's the greener gadgets. I'm interested in that. I have I am not somebody who has really thought about the, you know, the green movement, but it, it is definitely something that's been more and more on the horizon as I get involved with uh, a lot of very uh, green conscious people and and renewable Uh, and sustainable uh, technologies. I I am interested. I love the earth and I want to protect it and I want to make it beautiful for for my children and their children and their children's children. So it, it is definitely something I'm interested in and maybe I can get more excited about while I'm there. And I look forward to covering that. And of course, for, like I said, the families, I can guarantee you that I am going to be very interested at the uh, the track for in, in the section that's set up for kids at play technology. Uh, so I will be uh, definitely covering that for the family elements of, of CES. And uh, then, of course, there is one more promo video, and this one's going to be very interesting to the folks of Podcast Answer Man. And I'm playing it Now. Right, folks. There you have it. Uh, so basically, uh, what we have here is the content uh, creation port of it. It's, she said that you know the this is the can't miss event for content creators. And, um, you know, of course, you anybody who's listening to Podcast Answer Man and those of us who are creating content, creating podcasts, creating video blogs and stuff like that. What I want to say to you is that I've, I know this is going to be geared towards Hollywood style entertainment and, and TV, you know, major TV networks and, and broadcast television, broadcast radio, whatever. It, it, it's going to be focused on them. Uh, because, well, those are the people with lots of money right now, <laughs> but what's really awesome is that I believe there's going to be technology there that, that is going to be uh, released that's going to start allowing us independent content producers, because this is really the, the direction things are going in the future. I mean, this whole digital delivery delivery system m- brings access to anybody And uh, that I think that was most notably seen. Uh, It's been seen in a lot of areas, but I'd say most notably seen with the Apple TV. So here's the deal. You you get so you get a general public audience who now can go out and buy this thing known as an Apple TV and it will basically download content from iTunes. Now, of course, that means you can watch TV shows. You can listen to your music there. You can you can watch movies and rent movies and, and all this other stuff. But not only that, but you can actually bring in audio and video podcasts from people like, well, the folks here at GSPN.tv, my my wife and I, and 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 we can we can show up on your big screen in your in your living room. And that's pretty exciting stuff. And I'm hoping that there'll be even more opportunities in the future for that kind of stuff. I you know, I I'm all for big entertainment because I, I love it. I, I love good movie, I love a good TV show. Uh, there's no question about that. Just look at the programming we do here at gspn.tv. TV. But uh, I'm really excited about the fact that in the future, uh, pe- the the trend is is that people want to go to some user generated or, or some some uh, community generated content, and and having that available right next to the other stuff, I, I think is the way of the future. Honestly, I, I don't think the big entertainment's ever going to go away, but I think that I think that really to keep up they're going to want to be able to incorporate the fan-based communities around this how awesome would it be is it if you um in the future let's say Three, four, five years down the road. Now I know Lost won't be around there, but around then. But what if you were watching the TV show Lost, and then right after the TV show was done, a little screen popped up and it told you other resources surrounding this show available to you right now, and it had a video podcast episode or an audio podcast episode uh, devoted to that TV show, and and you could click on it and subscribe to it. And and all of a sudden, just like when it your DVR records lost and tells you that it's available for you, it also has these podcasts downloaded and available for you. And and in, in the future, it'll all be wirelessly synced with your iPods or your mobile device of whatever, uh, and and maybe even uh, wirelessly. Uh, synced to your car in the garage or driveway, and it's just some really awesome stuff. I'm hoping to see some of those kind of technologies and things like that, but uh, anyway, I, so you get a feel for what the international CES is. How big is this thing? I can only tell you, I can only imagine how big it is. I've never been to Las Vegas, so I am excited about that. Uh it's, it Las Vegas is a place I've always wanted to be um and to to go and to visit. I always wanted to take my wife there though but uh uh I I'm so thankful and great and grateful to God for my wife who is so generous and has no problem with me going on this event. And in 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 fact she's actually very excited for me in in, in spite of the fact that we had hoped that we would hit Vegas together first together or together You know what I meant. But anyway, um, very excited about it. Uh, The only thing I could tell you is that I've never been there. I don't know how big the convention center is, but from what I understand, it's huge. But not only do they take the entire convention center, they take out pretty much take up pretty much most of the hotel hotel space that's down on the strip, the Venetian and all these other places. Just I, I, I don't I've I can't remember how many football fields worth of uh space that's out there and the one good thing is for those of you listening to my crazy life um you know as far as getting steps in i probably will walk uh i don't know 15 miles a day or something who who knows but i can guarantee you getting 10,000 steps a day will be the least of my problems uh (laughs) when i'm at ces so so that's that's the that's the gist of it that's what i wanted to share with you now moving forward where do i go from here I have all these podcasts that are produced, and, and obviously today, this episode is is both a Podcast Answer Man episode and a My Crazy Life. It's the same episode put out in both feeds, and I'm wondering, okay, okay what am I going to do? Where do I cover CES in the gspn.tv lineup? Do I create uh, G you know gspn at CES, uh, or do I create um, something else, you know, something completely different. And, and, and do I create it in its own feed? Uh, how do I get the word out to everybody in the community and, 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 and tell everybody what's going on and, and stuff like that. So over the next couple days, that's, that's going to be generally what I'm focused on, uh, as far as thinking about how to best cover CES In a way that it hits everybody, and and I'm thinking probably uh, the the since it is electronics, it'll probably centrally centrally located over at podcastanswerman.com, and um, I think as far as getting the word out to the community, the initial thought off the top of my head is to just make sure that I make announcements to everybody in all the shows as we produce them, you know, hey, you know, during this week in January. Eighth uh, through the eleventh, um, you you want to check this out and putting it in the newsletter and and all those good things. So anyway, that that what that's the big news uh, that I've been sharing and and how exciting it is. It, it's pretty much exciting for me, but I really believe it's going to be exciting for the community because I, I think I really am I, I I have a good you know I've got my finger on the pulse of the community and I think I understand what it is that you guys are interested in and the fact that you know. Th- it's going to have a lot to deal with entertainment. It's going to have a lot to do with family. And it's going to have a lot to do with just general, you know, how to keep connected with one another. And, and I, I think that we'll find something of interest for everybody. And uh, at the very least, you know, I, I think people will get excited about what Cliff is excited about. Uh, and that seems to have been the case in the past. And uh, I certainly don't doubt that it will be the case moving forward. Well, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this dual episode here. I want to say thank you for being subscribed, both to the podcast Answer Man, and for those of you who are Plus members. Thank you for also uh, becoming a Plus member so that you get, that you do get every episode of my crazy life. And I will be back very soon with more details. Um, as far as the, you know, just I'll be back with more details soon. And for those of you who are out there on the podcast answer man feed, you know, same deal there. I will certainly be letting you know how things go. And uh, I do have tons of podcast and new media stuff in the in the works as well. So uh, there'll be those podcast related episodes coming soon as well. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.